Good morning. Welcome Good morning. to another podcast of the Caring Support, uh, well, I should say podcast. And this week, I'm uh, really happy to have Jim Kloss on here with Age Safe Canada. Uh, this gentleman is in Canada, just like us. And, uh, you know, he's doing amazing things in the healthcare space and wellness. So we thought it'd be great. We should get together and uh, figure out and learn more about what Jim's doing in this space. So, Jim, welcome to our podcast and Happy New Year. I guess I can still say that. I would say, what are we, the fifth? Yeah, you got at least another week, I'd say. And, and especially with the first time you talk to somebody in the new year, you got to still wish them a happy new year for sure. Well, we got to figure out when we release this because obviously we had to do post-production and everything. So, Well, it's still, uh, still the new year. It's still January. Absolutely. So, Jim, really glad you could make it. Could you maybe uh, share with our audience a little bit about yourself and what you're doing, et cetera? I, I sure can. Um, <clears throat> I guess I'll, I'll do a, a short version of, uh, of my history, but uh, essentially this will be my 32nd year in, in what I would deem home health care. Uh, it's obviously what we'll talk about a bit uh, today in more detail, but uh, prior to uh, this recent wave of of exposure to the home healthcare world I've, I've been doing it for for that amount of time and in various uh, roles and responsibilities and big corporations and small startups and currently find myself independent as i have been for for a number of years uh doing different projects and the and the one project that we're focused on is is the age safe canada senior right. home safety specialist uh, criteria online training course that we're we're looking to uh, spread the word about and and a lot of that and I can get into it in a little bit uh, more detail is is really from my my history and in, in, uh, recognizing that there is a need of of laying out some baseline safety uh, concerns in, in people's homes for a number of different reasons that we'll get into but uh, I, I I've taken the mantle and in the, in, in the, the logo of, of age safe to to bring it across across all aspects of home health care, whether it's the, the workers or the clients themselves. So that's where I'm at, but I I've, I've have a history of accessibility design, age safe, uh, or sorry, aging in place uh, design and modif home modifications, um, sales and marketing uh, education. Education has always been a, a, a big element in how I sold product to healthcare essentially there was always an element of of education because at the time it was new now it's becoming so innovative and and fast changing like everything in our society that uh, people have to keep up and uh, i'm hoping to be one of those conduits where people can keep up yeah no that's great and that, unfortunately i think a lot of stuff in healthcare a lot of processes systems everything are incredibly dated and um uh, you know, there's a, at least we encounter with our platform is, is we encounter uh, many folks who have just a reluctance to change. And they certainly, the hiring is, it's the, all the processes and systems are based on candidates coming in. And now the candidates aren't coming in, like the pipeline of candidates coming in. So, you know, we're trying to help people understand why they have to be more proactive now, where they have to reach out and engage and and, uh, you know, for some people that's uncomfortable and be, because they're going, well, you know, when people have applied to jobs for them, they felt in control of the conversation and the situation. Now, all of a sudden, they got to put themselves out there and pitch to people. 
And I'm saying it's just in how they look at it, and it's not as scary as people might think. But I appreciate what you're doing, uh, Jim, because you know the education component. It's not just hey, I got another sale or I've been successful at this. This is about making people feel comfortable in what they're doing and understanding the importance of why they're doing it and the impact yeah. that it that it that it creates in their environment. So yeah. good, good on you. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. There's a few things to unpack from from that statement or those statements that you made, James. And the why is certainly, you know, it's 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 not a means to an end. The education is not a means to an end of of sales, but it it is that that the comfort level, uh, the understanding that there's there's more to it. Um, even if you are working in a senior's home, there's more to it than just the the task at hand or the the laundry list of things you have to do on that day. You know, you're involved with somebody's life and livelihood. Uh, getting back to what you said about employers uh, having to uh, you know go out and you know essentially recruit, but in in a, in a better way, um, you know that's one reason why you know education platforms and and many other tactics should be used. And, and tactics kind of is a dirty word, but at the same time, um, what we did find out coming out of the pandemic, and I think is this is across all industries, is uh, workers want to work at places that don't demand their entire heart and soul for lack of a better term they're you know they're not going to give over their entire life to an employer anymore as it may have right. been 20 years ago they want to work for a place that that supports them gives them um, some credibility helps them mature and grow and 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 find satisfaction you know, it's it's an yeah, age-old thing, and and I, and I think the way you say that, what you're trying to accomplish here on this platform, uh, is is that, uh, and and that's what I want to be. You know, the age-safe thing is, like you said, is is simply a tool in that toolbox uh, uh, to keep people happy, engaged, and and, and especially yeah. when we talk about healthcare workers being engaged with their job. I mean, essentially, they're looking after our loved ones. They're looking after us. You know, when, when I'm in that. Yeah in that you know rapidly approaching that that level and i want to age in place so you know i would i would want to uh when i have the the opportunity to hire somebody to look after my even myself my my direct family that they are engaged and they're happy and they're and they're satisfied in their role and uh, that's important very very important yeah well and this is a big subject but you know at this this podcast is about you jim <laughs> Well, th th those are my thoughts. So, yes. so no, absolutely, and I love it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love it, and I think we're aligned in, in how we realize, you know, and think about that innovation and and the 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 fact the pandemic made a lot of people reflect on their lives and where they're at, and and you know, and reevaluating, um, you know, the importance of finding that work life balance, finding those things. So. Uh, yeah, this is a this is a subject that I speak on a lot in a conference and stuff, and a lot it makes a lot of people go, you know, I love what you had to say. It's very true, and we we have to really start thinking differently and working differently. Um, yeah. So, all right, all right. So I'm going to get back to you, Jim. Okay. okay? So uh, next question, which uh, I think you know, is is what's the connection between the Age Safe Canada and, and Live Easy? So uh, Live Easy is my own uh, consulting company, and uh, actually the timing was right right at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, was looking for other opportunities, and I partnered with uh, the Bay Area Health Trust, which is uh, I'll give a couple a synopsis of the Bay Area Health Trust because it's a kind of a unique 
operation as well in Canada and in, in, in the world. It is founded through the Hamilton Health Sciences Foundation about over 20 years ago now, right. where some very smart people said, if we can turn a profit at managing the hospital or the real estate, some of the logistical elements, and that profit then doesn't leave the foundation, it actually goes back into the beneficiaries, which is the hospitals and McMaster University Mohawk College. Why don't we do that? And they've done that. So fast forward to to just at the end of 2019, 2020, they also invest in life sciences. So any products, uh, companies that are associated, they will either be passive uh, investors or active investors. And there's a couple products of, in the aging in place world uh, the assist step is a product that we d distribute and some gripple safety poles and some evacuation equipment for for uh, people with limited uh, mobility. All these kind of came around the same time we started distributing that. In in, in the rush of that, uh, we were approached by Age, Age Safe America, which has been around for you know, close to 10 years. Uh, the curriculum is is what we took to Age Safe Canada. We Canadianized it. We we added our advisors and we and we did it. So. This is a long, drawn-out story. I just want to say, Bay Area Health Trust is a is a for-profit trust that gives their profits back into the healthcare system. So it's kind of unique that way. So we are the license holders. They are the license holders of Age Safe Canada, and we've now taken that curriculum. When we were approached by Age Safe America, again going back to our previous topic, is I really felt the need that there was a missing element at the base level of education. There, there, there's other courses that are taking in and around this, but nothing that hit the nail on the head when it came to a very, uh, almost like a uh, basic first aid for somebody, you know, if you look at it, this is like a first aid course for your home. You know, we right. don't talk necessarily about the client or the patient or the consumer in the course, but it's about the home. So it's a first aid course for the home, if you will, or CPR course for the home. So the association is that Live Easy, uh, under my contract as as the promotional arm, the sales arm, uh, the content development arm, which is one of the reasons we're here today talking to one another uh, around uh, the promotion of the age safe uh, uh, home safety uh, certificate, senior home safety. Sorry, that's a long uh, explanation. Yeah, yeah, but there's but very, I mean, multiple levels, want... but I think it needs to be said, especially around Bay Area Health Trust, because it's it's a it's an unknown entity. And, and, and one thing I can say is there's some uh, larger hospital groups around the country that are looking to Bay Area as a model to to start replicating it in Toronto, Vancouver, and, and Calgary. Yeah, I know. I'd like to learn more about what they're doing, and I and I appreciate certainly when you say the profits are put right back in the healthcare system. That that's obviously a noble thing there. There. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's so, unknown. It's it's unknown, even though they've been around twenty years. It's 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 isn't unique. that crazy? Yeah. 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 Um, so you kind of answered my question on the next one, which is about what is the vision and mission of both of these entities? Uh, and, and you know, is there anything that you would add to that? Well, it's funny because we we just came through an exercise at the end of the year and, and it's going to continue into the you know the first quarter is trying to brand ourselves to be more effective in in in, in messaging what we want to do as both live easy, uh, Bay Area Health Trust, uh, a combination of that, and obviously AIDSAFE. So, uh, I mean, we we came up with a, which I thought was a, a wonderful tagline, which is innovation is ageless. So our mission really is to find, we talk about innovation and 
uh, you know, new ways to do healthcare. I think that will always be my focus. I don't want myself personally, don't want to compete against the me too type of products. I want to improve those products if, if I can in any way, shape or form, but I also want to identify unique ways to, you know, if we're talking about a, uh, an overall vision, it, it, I personally think, and I'm sure you agree, and the people that will watch this agree that the healthcare system has to change, whether it's as simple as, as, as flipping the script on how monies are allotted through various levels of government to, you know, it's, it's no secret that in any survey you read, 90% of Canadians would rather just live in their homes until they're, you know, until they pass. And it, as they get older, their needs increase. Can we replicate what they do in countries like Denmark and Sweden, where you know it's it's a no-brainer. It's if you need something done to your home, if you need care in the home, if you need, and this is all changing so rapidly with age tech stuff. I should should and you know this. Um, you know, can we be the forefront of helping that script be flipped? Because uh, there's so many eyeballs on it now, and that's a good thing. And I've been. You know, people ask me what I do for a living for the last 30 years. Not many people kind of understood it when I gave them that 10 minute lecture. Now, as soon as I say, well, I, you know, I, I'm in seniors care and, and aging in place, they immediately know it because it's 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 in the it's in the common news. It's in the regular news cycle now. It's yeah. people are talking about it because it is, uh, you know, aside from all the troubles in the world, it is uh, our probably number one social concern right now is, is how yeah. are people going to age healthily in Canada. And with an aging demographic and people see these long waits sitting in emergency rooms, sitting in hallways, sitting in, you know, in the whatever it might be. And they're like, you know, I'd rather stay at home than love the the comfort of what I have here and knowing this space and that someone could come in and look after me or help with, with depending on, you know, where they're at with their needs. Uh, I agree, which kind of goes perfectly a segue into our next question. What do you, what do you envision for the future of home care in Ontario and, and you know, therefore across Canada? I'd imagine it's a lot of what you've been saying, but if you want to add to that. Yeah, I, th I think I think the first steps are, are really, uh, you know, the cold, hard facts have to be presented. And, and I do a lot of you know, talks with, with some big associations and national associations as well. But there there has to be uh, a major advocacy push to give the governments a return on investment, the actual hard numbers. There's There's been a couple studies in the last year, uh, one being through the March of Dimes, that really showed how much money people are actually spending on aging in place already. Um, but there's a gap uh, between who who want to do it and who can't afford to do it. Right. And I think that's the first place that we have to start is, again, if there's expansion of tax credits, uh, ex, you know, including caregiving, you know, make it make it more uh, realistic. If we have to pay out of our pocket, then we should get it back somehow. If we don't, if we, you know, ideally, you know, it's part of a program that's paid for. Uh, like like in, in Britain, like in the UK and through national health, like that the whole national health system in the UK is completely different on how they operate through and take the funds from the government. And it's it, it's it's um, it allows people that peace of mind that I, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, I think people here, <clears throat> whether they know it or not, 
uh, are worried about getting sick and what happens if. Uh, you know, our American friends always say, you got universal health care, you guys are fine. Not at all, as, as we know, it's not at all. Like, and I think people just put things off. So a lot of times when in my previous role and even a little bit now, I see people that have put things off, you know, put 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 even a, a renovation off or, or put off getting care into the home because they're concerned of the cost, you know, or they don't know what to do. There's three three things that, that people uh, ask about. Well, what do I need to do? Who can do it for me? And how do I pay for it? Those are the three common themes of anybody who's trying to stay at home, whether you call it home care, whether you call it aging in place. And so my vision would be the first part is to, to, is to, is to convince uh, government levels and taxpayers and the, and the general public that there is a return on investment. We're going to save millions of dollars by uh, funding uh, what's happening now. I mentioned age tech. That's just a, a flashy word for uh, all the devices and uh, systems that are now put in place. Through COVID, we saw myself, I had to see a, a specialist. <laughs> it was the easiest specialist visit I ever had is uh, emailed my doctor, email went to the specialist, I had a virtual call like within two days. If that was pre-COVID, it would be months before. I, and then I would have to drive 45 minutes into the office, wait another hour and a half, two hours in the office, have a five minute consultation, you know, get a prescription and go. Yeah. You know, we proved that it could work. We proved yep. that the technologies are there. So my vision would be that let's take the learnings of the last two or three years, turn it into a good thing and start putting them into practice, putting them into uh, regular budgetary uh, level type of discussions so that they can actually be executed on a regular basis and not just in the times of crisis. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's funny, it's such a, this is a great conversation because there's so many other things outside of this and we just don't have the time to talk about it, but uh, no, this might be something where we could talk about it <laughs> offline, you know, you and I kind of thing, but sure. let me let me ask you something that, but because it's related, um, what would you say is the biggest piece of advice for people who want to age safely at home? Yeah, and and that's it's a common question, but it's not a question that happens every day. And 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 I've said this in the past is is I think you have to plan. It's as simple as that. Everybody's aging, regardless. You know, as soon as the the clock ticks over, we're all aging every day. So understand that there is certain things. I guess don't ignore uh, certain health issues. Uh, start thinking ahead of time. Uh, nobody likes to think of their own mortality. I certainly don't. Uh, I'm probably the worst one to to put things aside. But at the same time, envision yourself in the home you're at or a different home. Because when we say age in place, there's also the concept of aging in place could be in a retirement home. It could be in a seniors living. It could be somewhere else. Uh, but understand what's necessary to take those next steps, whether it's it's downsizing, uh, having your paperwork in order. That's that's a whole other topic that we, we kind of brush in in the age safe um, course a bit just to give some preliminary about, about personal financial safety, because that is right, right. kind of a big that's a almost a, a, a massive topic unto itself. But it, in the simplest terms, planning, understanding, not being afraid of asking for help. Uh, not being afraid to uh, engage with people, uh, even if there is a cost for service, it's 
well worth it, whether it's through an elder care planner, uh, somebody who has taken age safe coursing. There's a lot of uh, elder care planners that take the course as well. Um, you know, re- lean on the companies uh, that are out there already, the companies that, that you support, because all of them have uh, the same goal in mind, which is to, to keep you healthy and safe. And the reality is uh, there's no, they're probably, you know, if we're talking about you and me in, in 20 years, the, the reality is there, there won't be a building or a bed for us because you just can't build them fast enough in there. Um, you know, and, and the other reality is what I said, 90, 90% of the people would rather just live at home, live in their community. So planning is the, is the, is the simple 100% word. Yeah. Very good. So how do you envision, like, you know, you guys got a great understanding of what caring supports about, and I'm certainly learning on this call beyond what I already knew more about what you're doing, Jim, and the importance of it in our, in our, uh, the grand scheme of healthcare. So I uh, would love to have more conversations about how we can work together and support each other's mission. But from from your point of view, wh- where do you see the alignment? Do you think? Well, uh, we met at the uh, at the career college. Yes, uh, we did. Show trade great trade event. Exhibition. Yeah, and it was, and uh, we kind of went in there. You know, I will say that we almost took a shotgun approach when we first launched. Age safe, saying that it, it, it's 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 valuable for anybody who works in the who works with seniors in their homes. Right. So, and, and if you actually see the laundry list of of trades and professions and people who do this, it's it's massive. We need to get to it at the base level and at students. Um, you know, we, again, going back to the analogy I used, it's like a basic first aid course. My vision would be in the simplest terms would be everybody has to have an age safe certificate to work in somebody's home. Like, okay, grandiose idea. But when you think about it, you know, many, many people have first aid courses. Many, many people have taken CPR because they understand that in a time of an emergency, they can jump into action. Right. Age safe cert- certificate isn't necessarily going to jump into an emergency, but it's going to be. My, you know, and it really came to light through the last few months is those support workers, care workers that are in somebody's home much more regularly than somebody who comes in and does, does an assessment or a sales rep that comes in or a contractor that comes in once. Maybe that's all they come in. But the support worker who's there on a regular basis, be it every day or twice, two times a week, can right. identify has a, has enough base knowledge to identify that something's wrong here. They don't have to fix it, but they identify it to their superiors. They identify it to the family or to the customer themselves. So, you know, it's simple things like there's a there's leaky troughs that's causing pooling water outside and, and ice buildup that somebody's going to fall. You know, simple things that are common sense, but. I think what we've done is we've put it all into a nice package that people can go. It triggers somebody, right? Um, mm-hmm. For a lot of first aid is common sense, but you know, unless you've been told about it and kind of remember your training, you don't act upon it. So that that's the vision of it, uh, quite quite honestly. Interesting. Is, uh, you know, yeah. You know, if I <laughs> I could wave a magic wand that, you know, everybody I came into contact with, you know, would would take the course, it would be fantastic. And, you know, I envision 
you know, in the evolution of, of the content, obviously with things that we talked about, like age teching and, you know, there's things that are changed that we're going to have to change with it as well. Uh, we, we have to get to that level with, with more, more members. I, I agree. Yeah. And that's good. And, and I think what you're doing is really fantastic. You know, now, uh, before we go, maybe yep. Jim, if there's any other thoughts that you'd like to add, um, I often ask people at the end of the podcast, what's it like being awesome? <laughs> because well, everyone let me, in this let, me ask, let me, awesome let me go, let me go out the front door and ask some of my neighbors. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I think I think for for the purpose of the people who are going to be watching this course, obviously we want we want a partner, you know we, you know, and a vision is as I said, having everybody take the course. I can't do this one by one by one. We want to have partnerships with those colleges that we mentioned, with the home care companies, a lot of which I've I've have talked to, want to continue to talking to to have a relationship where, again, this gets embedded in uh, for the employers, the big companies that hire the people that are that you mentioned earlier off camera that you train is, you know, it allow, and, and we didn't quite talk about it. It allows another benefit to their employees, uh, not just for the, the clients that they service, but you know, the, 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 the workers get a sense or the employees get a sense of, right. you know, they care about me. They're, they're giving me this extra training. And, and I think one thing I should point out that I did do a posting just before Christmas is when we talk about, Workplace safety, that, that's a topic that's been going on for a number of years, you know, very focused, very highly regulated. If I go into a workplace uh, at an office or anything, there is tons of uh, regulations around workplace safety. When you think about a support worker who goes into somebody's individual homes, that becomes their workplace and they're not regulated it's somebody's home. Like it, it may not have been re renovated since the fifties or the sixties. Right, right. You don't know what's there. So this training is almost like another insurance policy for that worker themselves and their employer to, to make sure that their workplace is safe. If you look at it from that angle, which I, yeah, I that's really great. That's, 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 kind of, that's kind of awesome, isn't it? Yeah, it is. No, I, I totally agree because, you know, you are going into someone's space and uh, it's important to to really understand all aspects. And, and uh, you know, and rather than researching and reinventing and wheel, like you're out there with this content, here you go. Uh, this will really help you understand what you got to do, what you got to be aware of and and to be just educated. Right. Yeah. So. And quickly on that note, the, the, the content was developed through through a number of the universities in the U.S., a number of the associations in the U.S., but they also actually tapped into a number of the Canadian uh, uh, documents and, and research that has been done over the last, say, 20 years. So it's, it wasn't just uh, you know, reamed off. It, there was research behind it. It's, it's endorsed by um, and recognized here in Canada by the Canadian OT Association. So the OTs play a big part in, in whole modification and, and understanding environments. So we've got a number of the, those type of uh, recognitions yep. behind it. So it's, it's, it's real and it's, it's, and it's written and, pre and presented in a very, very um, affluent, uh, uh, what I was gonna say, it's simple fashion, but you know you can absorb it quite easily, and, and people will nod and go, "I get that." But even people with a lot of experience have come to me and said, "I've learned a couple little things," and or it's triggered me on how to think about things a little bit differently. So, yeah, yeah, very good. 
Well, this has been really great, Jim. It's been enlightening. And um, it's certainly interesting to learn more about who you are and what you're doing and why it matters. Um, so I, I really want to say I, I thank you so much for your time uh, and for sharing with this uh, with us. No, I, I always like to, to do these kind of things, and I appreciate the opportunity. Not a problem. You have yourself an amazing day, sir, and we'll talk soon. Great. Talk soon. Thank you.